Today is Wednesday, August the 2nd, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Two times impeached, now three times indicted, Donald Trump was given another set of charges from federal prosecutor Jack Smith on Tuesday night. Those charges are regarding the 2020 election and the January 6 events that followed in Washington, D.C. Smith has accused Trump of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. government and obstruct the electoral counting when he sought to challenge the results of the election in various swing states and then within Congress on January 6th. Trump is required to appear before a federal judge in Washington, D.C. this Thursday in order to be arraigned. The latest charges from Smith also include six unnamed co-conspirators who he accuses of helping Trump with what Smith referred to as a subversion of legitimate election results. Trump's campaign issued a response to these latest indictments, saying that the lawlessness of these persecutions of President Trump and his supporters is reminiscent of Nazi Germany in the 1930s, the former Soviet Union, and other authoritarian dictatorial regimes. Chairman of the House Oversight Committee James Comer of Kentucky is now speaking out about the recent subpoenaed testimony of Devin Archer. Archer is a former business partner to Hunter Biden. Comer is now giving a summary of what that testimony further revealed to the House Republicans who have been gathering evidence on the Biden family influence peddling scheme while Joe Biden was vice president. Well, Devin Archer testified that they were influence peddling. We've wondered what the business was. I suspected it was influence peddling, but we heard today from someone on the inside. It was influence peddling. They sold Joe Biden. That's what the business was. And Joe Biden himself talked to every single person that that has wired money to the Bidens. Comer spoke on Fox News. Meanwhile, Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was also in Washington, D.C. at the time of Archer's testimony. She spoke on the Benny Johnson podcast, saying that Archer and his attorneys strategically waited until Congress went into summer recess and left Washington, D.C. before he would go into the capital city to testify. They wanted this to be low profile, low pressure, um, because everyone needs to understand for the listeners um, Devin Archer was coming in uh, to give his his testimony to us without immunity, without any protection from the Department of Justice. And that's because the Department of Justice works directly for Joe Biden. Taylor Green has offered impeachment papers against Joe Biden as early as the start of his presidential term. She says Archer's testimony is just further proof that this impeachment needs to go forward. While peddling influence is not necessarily a crime per se, say if you're talking about with celebrities or sports figures or people like that, but it is a crime when you're peddling influence of elected officials like the vice president or president or members of Congress. It is a crime when it affects the national security of the United States of America. It is a crime when we're looking at abuse of power and we're looking at uh, how the American people's hard-earned tax dollars are handled. So these are very serious allegations. And this is why I will argue this yesterday's testimony was the greatest argument for Congress to move forward on an impeachment inquiry. And Rasmussen Reports has completed a quick poll of the American people on the latest breaking news regarding Joe and Hunter Biden. The poll results show that 61 percent of voters think that this is a serious scandal. Twenty nine percent do not. Fifty eight percent agree with the statement coming from House Speaker Kevin McCarthy that this is political corruption that's far worse than whatever happened within the Nixon administration and Watergate. And thirty five percent disagree with that statement. The Rasmussen poll was done between July 26th and 27th and was a survey of just over a thousand likely U.S. voters.
A whistleblower within the Department of Health and Human Services, Tara Rodas, continues to talk about the child trafficking that she witnessed at the U.S.-Mexico border that continues to this day within government agencies. Rodas spoke extensively with Judicial Watch about what she discovered when it comes to unaccompanied minors being handed off to unvetted sponsors, which was essentially helping the Mexican cartels. I reported hotspots where we had apartment buildings with 20 children, 40 children, I reported places where we had over 300 children in a three square mile. That doesn't, that doesn't pass the common sense test. I saw sponsors who were sponsoring at different addresses. So they're trying to get kids from multiple sites. I had been putting forward all of these cases, interestingly reporting to HHS, Office of Inspector General, reporting to Homeland Security Investigations, And this, of course, was going up through the chain of command at HHS. But when I saw Aaron Stevenson's disclosure that there were members of transnational criminal organizations getting the kids, I quickly circulated that around the site. And it took us less than two weeks to find the first case of a confirmed MS-13 affiliated sponsor. And this sponsor was was simultaneously sponsoring two children. These traffickers view children as assets. They are commodities. So when they find out that the United States government is going to put them on the on a plane and in the middle of the night without telling anyone, without telling state attorney generals, without telling state legislators or anybody, we're going to be sending kids and paying the airfare to deliver the child the last mile. They are collecting income earning assets. They view the children as assets. Rodas also confirmed that leadership within the U.S. government agencies and the HHS were well aware of what was being done here to help the cartels and human traffickers and simply did nothing. What is absolutely the most unbelievable and horrific thing was to hear from my direct supervisor that Tara We only get sued if we keep kids in care too long. We don't get sued by traffickers. Are you clear? We don't get sued by traffickers. These natural story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming on the Open Inc. website. Whistleblower testimony is quickly becoming the undoing of the Biden family and their influence peddling in the past, as well as the Biden administration overall and refusal of certain agencies to enforce border and immigration law. Tara Rodins is just one of those whistleblowers who has been shedding light on what she witnessed within the Department of Health and Human Resources. There are documents soon to come to the opening website that are related to the Biden administration's handling of illegal migrant children that were taken into U.S. custody at the border. This also includes a 2022 report from the Office of Inspector General within the Department of Health and Human Services. That report reveals exactly what Rodens has been saying, how shortcuts were taken by the HHS in screening potential sponsors in order for these unaccompanied minors to be moved quickly out of government facilities such as Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. As a result, this put children in very unsafe environments with some of the sponsors having criminal records and direct ties to cartels. 
The OIG detailed interviews with some who were still at these military facilities about the pervasive sense of despair among the children, which all resulted in distress, anxiety, panic attacks, and even suicide attempts. The OIG report further states how the staff within the HHS reported fear of potential retaliation among the whistleblowers who were raising concerns about where these children were being sent. Rodin's also confirmed that exact same thing in her recent interview with Judicial Watch. Everyone was scared that even when we reported the first case in June, we didn't say it was trafficking because we didn't know how rampant trafficking was in the system. We called it suspicious sponsor. And people were like, if we turn this in, we could get sent home. You know, we could get fired. You know, the case managers, one of my case managers ended up in the hospital for stress. So people were scared that they were going to be retaliated against. And I said, I said, here's what's going to happen. I said, the day I get walked, I'm going to keep speaking the truth. I said, and you'll know that the day that I get walked off the site, it's because of child trafficking. And I was not, I was not going to shut up, but they were, HHS was retaliating against a lot of people. This 2022 OIG report, along with other related media articles from CBS News, as well as Business Insider and more, will be posted to open.inc in the coming days. Thanks for listening to the Daily Inc. Update.